yeah welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the no gray areas podcast i feel like that intro is like very 90s like r&b kind of vibe to it and i just feel like it should like our intro should be you're listening to wkbb (laughs) 107.6 and it's getting into the later hours (laughs) with your host lewis houston and denny Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We are back, and this is the new, well, another new location. I think it's the first time we've ever recorded in Denny's yard. Yes, we are in the studio called My Living Room. You got a proper man cave going on here, bruv. You got a man cave. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, like, you got games consoles. What you, what, what you got here? You got Xbox? I've got the Xbox One X. Yeah. I've got the uh, Nintendo Wii U. You got a PS2 somewhere around here because I see PS2 games on the table. Uh, nah, you just you just, just got the games. You just got games just to yeah. show them off. No, do you know what? I, I think I just went through an old box and discovered a couple of old PS2 games. Um, yeah, got my VR Oculus Oculus Quest just mounted on the wall. Um, and a Nintendo Switch is in the bedroom. Then what? And you got a fat. How big is that TV, son? Uh, 65 inch. All right, if you want to rob Denny, dress. <laughs> <laughs> just cut me in, you know? Man's got too much. You no, know, actually, earlier, I, I was just sitting here, probably about half an hour before you came, and I was just counting, just with me in the room, how many screens there are in the living room at the moment. And that is including my phone screen, but I counted six. And I feel that is a bit too much. So I've got one, two... Three, four. What is that? Five. Is that an Amazon thing? Yeah. You've got another one of those Amazon things in the kitchen, haven't you? Yeah. So I'll do video calling with that. Do video calling. That's not even plugged in at the moment. Well, you don't do video calling with it then, do you? Nah, the one in the kitchen. <laughs> the fuck? Who do you video call? My mum calls me all the time. Did you get her one? So, yeah, so I knew you got her one, yeah, but yeah. you're the gadget man. <laughs> no, so Where's mine? One. You fucking hook me up. <laughs> That one in the kitchen. Spirit. I'll call you at like two in the morning with my willy in my hand. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> so I said to my mum, mum, I'm in the kitchen. Uh, my, my, my thing's in the kitchen, so I use it for recipes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it just comes up on the screen. But she keeps calling me on it, so I have to run to the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I need one for the living room. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, and I actually forgot my other Surface Pro laptop that I didn't, that I didn't count. That's probably like eight screens. Plus my phone, which is like oh, nine right now. Phone. Yeah. God damn. It's a lot of information going around. It is. It is. They literally know my every move. Shit, boy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, man. What are we going to chat about? Chat well, about I think today. we should just discuss my midlife crisis, son. Let's do it. What's going on? I fucking went out and bought a motorbike, didn't I? And just decided. Tell know. us about this. Why? Bro, it was a beautiful little Italian thing And I was like, I need that I need it in my life Uh, So, basically I just, I think I might have mentioned before That I was looking, thinking about getting a motorbike Mm. Um, Just, I I work on cars myself And oftentimes I find myself Halfway through a job and going Oh, I've got to just pack up now and go to work Because time is not on my side Um, And obviously Having another car means you need Space to park that other car um, so I was like, oh, what else could I do? I thought, do you know, I could get a motorbike, I could just keep it in the back garden. And then if I was doing some work on the car and running short on time, it's fine, I can just carry on five minutes, uncover the bike, 
jump down, jump on a rope, you know, get myself killed and go to work. Um, so yeah, so I've done my CBT like two weeks ago. It's fairly simple. Um, actually, because I've ridden bikes before, but no, like, no, nothing in these... Jesus Christ, tripping over my words. Nothing in recent history. Like, the last time I rode a bike before that was like six years ago, and then before that was about eight years ago. Um, so I did my CBT, and then I saw... I was, I was trying to find a cheap, like, a really cheap bike, like five, six hundred pound bike that maybe had some issues with it. I could spend a weekend fixing it up, getting it in decent order, and not have spent much money on it. And instead, I found this vintage-looking... It's called a FB Mondial Hipster 125. It's called a Hipster. It's called a Hipster. Oh, wow. (laughs) But... You know who their target audience was. Yeah, bruv. But do you know what? It is actually like... How old is it? It's only three years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were definitely targeting us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a modern... A modern attempt at an old classic, but the company that makes it—they've been out of business since the seventies. But they were in the fifties and stuff. They made like championship-winning race bikes, okay. cafe racer style bikes, so that kind of style of bike. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I bought it. I bought it off this bloody bougie opera singer in uh, in London, <laughs> and uh, she'd she had bought that that bike because her ex-boyfriend had one. And she didn't miss her ex-boyfriend, but she did miss that bike. That's jokes. So she bought one. That's absolutely jokes. Yeah, man. And then uh, I rode that home on Thursday. Uh, scared the shit out of myself. Spent 400 quid on biking gear, helmet, gloves, jacket. You know, one of the proper, like, noob things to do. Like, I've, I walked in the shop feeling like such a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, look, mate, just give me something half decent that's going to stop me from getting completely obliterated when I hit a lamppost at 40 mile an hour, please. Um, and yeah, it's like people that are into biking, like motorcycling, they're proper into it. Yeah, so if you make like a shitty joke about like, you know, the chance of dying on a motorbike, they don't find that funny at all. Is that what you've done? Of course, bruv. I have the most <laughs> inappropriate sense of humour in the world. You know this. <laughs> I, I can't remember I think um, I can't remember what I said I, I made I think I made some reference to, uh, to like I bought a leather jacket a black retro style leather jacket and the old retro leather gloves and that I was like mate this is this is me I look like a proper twat <laughs> <laughs> I love it um, but yeah I was like I, I said to her like uh, she, she was like yeah yeah it's like 400 and something quid I was like 400 and I'm still going to die if someone pulls out on me. <laughs> and she was just like, still find that funny at all. you'll probably, uh, if you're driving sensibly, then uh, you'll probably be fine. <laughs> I was like, all right, fucking hell. <laughs> I have a sense of humour about it. And then I realised, actually, she probably has a lot of her customers dying on her. <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. Uh, and then, uh, weirdly enough, obviously, uh, I received that video today, which we can discuss briefly if you want. Yeah, that was a crazy video. Um, so, um, do you think we should upload it? We we could do. You can check taken, it out. Probably get taken down quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I tell you guys what happens. There's a video clip of this guy. He's uh, he's riding a, a sports bike, sports motorbike. He's got shorts and a t-shirt on. I don't think he's even wearing a helmet. He mounts the curb. He's doing like 40, 50 mile an hour. He hits a con- uh, a brick pillar that's on someone's front garden. And it's like brick pillar, metal fence, brick pillar, metal fence, brick pillar, metal fence. He hits the brick pillar, lands on the metal fence, 
climbs off it, starts walking around. He's like looking down. You can't see what he's looking at. And he just starts fucking screaming. He's like, ah, ah, ah. There's a car that slowed down to see if he was all right. And he just fucking sped off because of the amount of noise it was making. Turns out my man had his... Yeah, man, he'd, he'd lost his dick. He had his penis uh, severed, yes, unsurgically removed. Yeah. Mate. So, yeah, obviously, you know, you can send me that if you want. Like, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll find it a bit gross, but it's not going to stop me from wanting to ride a motorbike. It will stop me from riding shirtless up a concrete <laughs> pavement at 45 mile an hour like a complete sweat. But, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so I did that. I'm changing my car next week. Uh, I've decided that I want to identify as an acorn for the rest of my life. <laughs> but not any acorn. I want to identify as a purple acorn because they're the best kinds. Um, yeah, man, this, this midlife thing is fucking doing me well. <laughs> I feel like I should like shave one of my eyebrows off and get some get some piercings just to, just to mix it up a bit. <laughs> my life hasn't been quite as exciting lately. Um been spending a lot of time trying to plan my missus's birthday which is fairly in less than a month away um just working man i'm just getting bored of being at home all the time i don't even feel like i don't even feel like i'm not allowed out i just feel like when i go out there's nothing for me to do so i'm sitting here thinking what should i do and there's just like not much on although i went to the cinema first time in a while and I saw Tenet finally bro how was the cinema when you went because when I went I was the only motherfucker sitting there <laughs> well I'll tell you what was funny when I walked in I thought that was going to be the case and I looked in I, I, it was like an IMAX screen so it was a pretty big screen and I walked in and the whole like bottom half was empty but then as I looked up at the back it was quite busy and I was like surely this ain't socially distant but it is what it is um and I sat in the VIP seats because they were all empty. Nice. My nice. excuse being I was socially distancing. And um, yeah, interesting film. So if anyone hasn't seen it and you're going to see it, maybe skip forward the next like five minutes or so. Because we're going to discuss a little bit of this film now. Yeah, let's do it. It's so nice. It's so nice of you giving people the... Yeah, man, heads up, heads up. Um, okay, so basically my, my issue, as I mentioned before with the, with the script, mm. was like this whole thing of like the future you and the back and the past you have intertwined and then you can't change things that are going to affect the ripple of sound. I was just like, I was like, mate, for fucking real, are you actually, I'm having to pay solid attention yeah, yeah. to every word that's coming out of your yeah. mouth, replay it in my head and make sure that it makes sense to me. Yeah. And I'm just about held on to it it's, it was just too much fucking work tell the truth yeah that, I liked it but I do agree it was it was it was for, 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 for you know watching a film you just want to be able to relax and watch some entertainment yeah. it was a lot of work do you, no, know, what, do you know what it was like on. it was like having to be it was like being in an electric university when you have to like he's bored like not boring but you have to listen to every single word and take notes to to fully understand and that's not what a film's supposed to be funny you say that because someone asked me if i'd seen that movie and i was like yeah yeah i passed and they're like what 
I was like, yeah, I passed the t-. That was a test, right? Because <laughs> I fucking paid attention, mate. When I walked yeah. out, you could ask me what that film was about. I could tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I did get confused about, which you might be able to help me with. Spoiler alert again. You know the scene at the end? It's basically like an all-out war, right? Yeah. Who were they fighting against? <laughs> I was like, the special effects are sick. Oh, the way he done that was sick. Who's he fighting? <laughs> yeah. I didn't get... I, I obviously know who the bad guys are. Yeah. I, I must have missed where they had... They didn't have an army, bro. army. What army did they have throughout that's, that film? That's what I mean. There was no real army. It was, it was such a weird scene. And also, it didn't make no fucking sense because... Uh, so... There's that guy who goes to chase them after, like he goes to warn them. He's like, no, no, don't go yeah, in, don't yeah, go in, yeah. right? And then he goes back to the portal or whatever so he can go through it again yeah. and then like go to a different point in time, right? Yeah. Why didn't he just go back a bit further and then get there earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and then actually stop them from going in? Like I didn't get it because... When they when they were um when they were running through his van was like coming up behind them and they were running in away from his van right thinking that someone coming to get yeah. them and uh, yeah all he had to do is be like all right I'll I'll just go back to that portal and rewind like ten more seconds yeah and get there before them yeah. stop them from going in I tell you what I did think was weird as well like in that scene he's honking his horn I get, I get it in normal circumstances you honk your horn to get someone's attention. But they're in the middle of a war. Yeah. Bombs and shit are going off Bombs left, right and centre. Bombs going off. There's like mines everywhere. There's all sorts going on. There's a million bullets getting blown around. They're all going backwards. <laughs> they're all going, some are going backwards, some are going forward. They're running like for their lives literally to get somewhere to save the world. And he's honking his horn. He's going, yeah. ur, ur, ur. excuse me, I need your attention. Like, I thought that, but I did really enjoy the film. It was, it was cool. It was a it was a bit of a mind. Yeah. Uh, did you go? Mess. You go with someone? I did. I went with Tyler. Right, right. How, did she understand she, it? She lost the plot. Like right. In. Here's the thing. Yeah. Which was normally, but she does that anyway. Right. But she, it was funny because I was like, yeah, you can't even normally we'll be watching that. We'll, we'll we'll be watching the most basic film. We'll we'll we'll, we'll flipping be watching some Disney Pixar, and she'll be like, oh, what's going on? But she couldn't because we were in the cinema. So she couldn't ask me questions. Oh. So it's probably the first film I've been able to watch in a long time without any disruption. Like we watched Deadpool the other day. Deadpool's pretty, pretty basic, bruv. The storyline's not all that complicated. Complicated. But I tell you what she does. I tell you what she does. Right. So in Deadpool, it starts like twenty minutes in, and then it goes back. Yeah. They start yeah. the scene in the bridge in the first Deadpool. You know, like imagine this is both the first time we've watched the film. <laughs> like, I, why, we've only the film's been on for two minutes. Why are you asking me what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, we've seen the same thing. Let the film play out. You like, feel like you so want to hire the director to come and sit yeah. in and watch the movie with you. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't want to sound like a chauvinist prick or anything. Even though that's the precursor to saying something <laughs> very chauvinistic. Yeah. I feel like that's quite a regular thing with women, though. I've heard it a lot. I've heard like it a lot. they I'm, just don't have the patience for movies like that yeah. aren't very obvious and it's like look I'm so busy with my fucking day do you think I really want to sit here and decipher this storyline yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I feel like that's a that's a clear if you want to if you're a girl and you want to identify as a guy <laughs> you've got to go and watch Tenant and then get asked a few questions when you yeah. get out 
And if you know what went on, then all right, you can be one of us. Yeah. <laughs> if not, fuck back in the kitchen, start washing up them dishes, love. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I did enjoy it though. Um, I, I'll tell you what I did find, because um, I've seen, a, uh, know a few people have seen it before me, and everyone did say like, you have to kind of pay attention. It's like, it, it, it's a lot. Um, so I went in there with those expectations. Yeah. So it, it was like, I went in there to pay attention. It didn't catch me off guard. Um, so it possibly wasn't as bad as it could have been. But um, what did you think of, uh, I can't remember his name, let's just refer to him as most people refer to him, Denzel Washington's son. The black guy, you mean, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, remember his name. Something Washington, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Denzel Washington Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's not. Oh God, what is his actual name? Fuck. That's going to do my I thought he was good. I thought he was a bit... Uh, he was very cool. The, the problem is, he's always very cool. Um, it's like Denzel Washington is always very noble. John David Washington. There you go. So, I'll tell you what the thing was. Now, I've seen him in loads of stuff. Did you watch Ballers? Yeah, bruv. He was sick in Ballers. He was sick. Did you watch um, Black Klansman? Yeah, of course. He was sick. Yeah. But... I don't think Why? he was sick. In the, I can't, oh my god! Actually, there's something I want to talk to you about. Yeah, with this yeah. movie. I was, sorry, uh, we'll, we'll we'll stay on then on fucking John Washington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 okay. Here's the thing. Yeah, that that movie part of the movie revolved around his relationship with the wife. Oh, that annoyed me. But yeah, why was he so tight with the wife? I've got no idea. That that did. He was like willing to risk everything for this woman yeah. that he was like, yeah, we're mates. I was wondering <laughs> if it was something. I, I, I mean, I do actually want to watch it again because I was I was wondering if I missed something. No. And it was something in the future and there's something. And like, I did like, um, I did like the relationship with him and uh, the guy from Twilight. Yeah, yeah. We just don't know anyone's name, do we? Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, the main guy from Twilight. I did like their relationship and then how that was explained to me. But what I was going to say about uh, Denzel Washington's son, uh, John David Washington? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, was it David John? John David, yeah. We're really good at researching shit here <laughs> on NGA. So when I've seen him in other things, I just saw him as an actor and that was that, even though I knew he was the son of Denzel Washington. Yeah. In this, I felt he sounded like him. I felt oh. he acted like him. I felt like... They wanted Denzel <laughs> and they couldn't get him. Yeah, like Denzel was like, listen, guys, I'm a little bit too old. Get my son. <laughs> yeah. Even the way, even the way he sounded, his mannerisms, like I thought it was a lot more like his dad. Maybe. Than I've seen in, him in, in anything else. He would, do you know what? He's kind of too cool though. I'd never feel like Denzel Washington is like crazy cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's... He's a bit cheeky and a bit charming sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, in Flight, where he was... Um, I don't know if I've seen that, you know? My I meant, man. I meant to watch it a few times. Of course you did. Yeah. It's a fucking sick film. You're missing out. Yeah, I might watch it, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he's a cool dude. But that, that whole relationship with that tall lead female, I was like, mm. no way. No way. He <sighs> that was my thing. It didn't. It, that part of it didn't develop enough. Do you know what I did like, though? The fight scenes where he had, like in the kitchen where he beat the fuck out of all them guys. That was sick. I was like, go on, yeah, go on, Denzel's sick. son, that was, that John was, David. Yeah, but then that that did. Go JDW back to what you're with him being sort of 
so cool. The way he done that was yeah. He's like, guys, I ordered my food like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. That yeah, was man. Good. He yeah. He, I f- I feel like he's got a long career ahead of him. He's yeah. he's doing well. Yeah. And I mean, even if you think of the film, the, the films I just mentioned, Ballers, or like that's a TV show. Yeah. Black Klansman and this. They're the three I can remember off the top of my head. They're they're quite different films. Like, you know, he's he's, he's got the range. He's got that range. Um, I love him in Ballers. I think he's wicked in that. Yeah, his his character, mm. the way he portray portrays it, mm. him. Yeah, no, nah, man, he's he's good. He's good. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, there's not. That's the, do you know, what, brother? I'm so upset about 2020 when it comes to movies. I was really fucking looking forward to watching Top Gun two. Yeah, everything's just been. Is it two? Top Gun two, bruv. Top Gun two. I felt like there was already a Top Gun two. You could suck a bowl of dicks, bruv. How could you disrespect yourself as a man thinking that there was already a sequel? Do you remember the film Iron Eagle? Yes, vaguely. Am I getting them muddled up? Clearly you are, bruv, because hot, um, fucking hot shots. (laughs) Hot shots. (laughs) Part de. Part de. Obviously that's the sequel to part uh. Um, But yeah, no, there's there's no, it's it's literally Top Gun 2, bruv. Fucking Maverick. Maverick and Iceman back at it, flying in the fucking fighter jets. That 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 is like the gayest film of all time, and I love it. Do you know, like, it's the, the, uh, what's the scene with with uh, where they where they're playing um, volleyball? Yeah, they're, all them lads are shirtless and they're high fiving and hugging, and then Tom Cruise goes back to her house and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go take a shower," and then fuck I you. Feel like there was a top gun too. Cause you smoke a lot of crack, my friend. Yeah, do you know? What oh. I think. Do you know? What I bet. I bet it was one of those eighties things where they would slightly change a name and do a budget version of a film. I remember my mum came home with um, the extraterrestrial two. Oh my god! That was actually the name of the film. It had nothing to do with ET. Right. <laughs> the actual title was the extraterrestrial two, <laughs> and um, yeah, it wasn't quite up to par. We were very disappointed. We thought it was a continuation there was some good shit on though back in the 80s man we had some good movies but you know what you can't (laughs) you just can't make films like you used to being so uh so those of you guys who are avid listeners will know who nick is he's my best mate we often quote movie lines when we're talking to each other and i'm gonna see if denny knows what this movie line is okay so she goes oh silk underwear that's new. Keep going. There's a surprise. Oh yeah, big surprise, huge. And then guy gets punched in the face when he wakes up. The guy goes, "You know, I would never wear silk silk underwears. Look at him, faggot." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I recognise it. Like, oh. Faggot. Just the way he says it, I was like, "Mate, that sounds amazing." You could not say faggot in in a in a movie in 2020. There's no way. What what was this? It's double impact. The old school oh, Jean Claude yeah, Van Damme yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, keep going. There's a surprise. <laughs> oh yes, big, huge. <laughs> Let go on Jean Claude. Oh my god, that guy. He must have been like the biggest baller back in the day because yeah. he was a proper pretty boy. Yeah. He had all the physique, all that shit going for him, and he had the the charming accent. Yeah. With the little hint of French to it because he's from Belgium. Yeah. And yeah, man. Yeah. 
And my man must have just spent all of the 80s and 90s just laying pipe. <laughs> <laughs> he probably laid the Eurotunnel, bruv. Come on. <laughs> He's building bridges. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy, bruv. You can't, yeah, you definitely can't say faggot in a, in a movie in 2020. Yeah. There's no way it's going to happen. You will get cancelled quick. Unless it's a film about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, JCVD back in the 80s. What, what, um... So just jumping back to Tenet, what would you give it out of ten? No, in fact, in fact, against Tenet versus Inception. The thing is, right with Tenet, right Tenet. Yeah. What I have to do is I have to formulate my answer based on a algorithmic equation <laughs> that I've done, based on the past version of myself that watched that in the alternate dimension after walking through the parallel universe into the Higgs boson. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, it, to be honest, bruv, I kind of enjoyed it. I still yeah, give it like a 7.5. Yeah. It was still a decent film. Yeah. Uh, it was more complicated than Inception, but obviously like with the the way they filmed the reverse sequences and stuff, and it was it was really well done. As a cinematic thing, I appreciated it more yeah, yeah. than I did Inception. Inception was like a standard kind of, I don't even remember if they did it in 3D. Um but it was like a standard movie with a couple of really big scenes in it. Yeah, yeah. And that was about it. I'm not going to lie, when I was watching this, I was at some point expecting the city to just start bending. I don't know why. Because it's so fucking weird, bro. It's so unexpected. <laughs> but yeah, um, what did you give it out of 10? Um, I probably... I'd probably go for the same. I'll tell you the thing, the weird thing is because I had to concentrate so much, I was at the edge of my seat all the time. And even, even when there were just scenes of dialogue, the way they spoke was still quite intense. <laughs> like, they didn't really let up and just have much chill time. Yeah, that whole film was like, okay, the next thing could be the end of everyone. Yeah. And you're like, okay, all right, we got through that, but yeah. the next thing could be the end of everyone. All right, well, we'll get through that. But the next thing after that could be the end of everyone. Yeah. Tyler mentioned um, the main bad guy. She really, really didn't like him. He was a bit she shit, a, Yeah, she's like, he was a... He was a good bad guy. Mm. That was her biggest takeaway. She was like, he was a real prick. He was, but also I think like he also wasn't. I feel like he's a bit misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> His basic ethos was like, he's gonna die, so he's gonna take everyone with him. Yeah, but up until that point, you <laughs> were just like, oh my god, <laughs> like his missus don't really love him, so he's being a bit of a prick to her. But she's also being a prick to him, and like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's all a bit unfair, really. It's not her fault. It's not his fault. But up until that point, I was like, yeah, he's, he's not too bad. No, nah, he was a good bad guy. Proper Bond villain. Yeah, very right. much so. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. All right. So one thing that's... Did uh, did you by any chance watch the Khabib Nurmagomedov and just Justin about to bring that fight? Uh, so I saw... I didn't watch it live. I saw the highlights on BT Sport. Because you're not a real fan. <laughs> and yeah interesting um yeah you i'll let you start because oh, you, you saw it i'll give my professional analysis of yeah, this fight right so the players obviously players the fuck <laughs> lack of sleep uh yeah the fight is walking to, yeah man <laughs> <laughs> so 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 they walk they walk into the cage and they're doing all the thing right and the fight starts and they try and hit each other and they try to like, psych each other out <laughs> <laughs> they're moving bobbing weaving shifting stepping moving doing all this bobbing the heads moving the hands checking the feet nothing really happened for the first like two minutes 
As soon as any like any slight engagement happened, Gaethje threw three really fucking big haymakers. I was just gonna and say, all of them missed. I was gonna say that. He missed three for three and then he looked up at the clock and went <gasps> Well, like, bruv, you've thrown yeah. three fucking punches yeah. and you're gassed. Yeah. Yeah. I think the occasion just got to him. Yeah. That's, um, that's what I felt um, watching the highlights. He looked like he got... It did... I did feel... like When I saw him and he looked like he was gassed, I did feel... That's excitement. That's that's nerves. That's not just you literally being gassed. It was like first round. Well, that's the thing, right? But it looked so... The, 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 the punching just didn't... It would look very... Uh, very basic, bruv. Yeah. Very, very basic. It was weird because Gaethje is a good striker. Khabib is known to not be as good a striker. But, yeah, Gaethje, just, he just fought the wrong fight. Yeah, I can't... Um, I can't bring myself to really defend the guy, really. I feel I like... like to. Because it was because it was quite short. Because it was early in the second round, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, it kind of saved it. If it had carried on like that... Oh, I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't, you know, obviously as fights go along with strategy change and stuff, but how it started, it just seemed for, for, for the main event and for those two being two of the top guys in MMA at the moment, uh, Khabib, possibly the top guy, it, it looked a bit, it just looked a bit scrappy. It looked, it, it didn't look like professional. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've, I've, I've seen them both fight before, so, so it's not it's not um my judgment on them overall but yeah i do think i do think nerves and to tell the truth though there was a very very good reason for nerves and for both of them to be unsettled because because as many of you may have heard um khabib had uh, basically announced his retirement um, immediately after. And if you follow us on our Instagram thing, you'll see what happened. I don't know if you if you clicked on the story at all. Today? That I posted. No, uh, Saturday night. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So as soon as Habib won the fight, he walked into the middle of the ring, got on his knees, started sobbing. Mm. Before he even got on his knees, I just said to the room, right, now retire. He needs to retire now. He's got nothing left to prove. My mate's like, nah, nah, he won't retire. He's still got to fight Tony Ferguson and maybe do a rematch with Connor. Let's see. And sure enough, um, yeah, obviously he, he retired. Now, before they started his post-fight interview, I put my hand up to the room, four fingers. Everyone's like, what are you doing? I said, four. They're like, four what? So four times. They said, four times what? I said, four times. My man's going to say, alhamdulillah. And they were like, fucking go on and mate, try it. Because my man normally gives like a two minute interview, like real quick, yeah. a couple of comments. And in that, he'll say Alhamdulillah like four or five times. It's just standard. Mm. My man said Alhamdulillah four times in a whole interview straight. I predicted that shit to the T. My mates are like, how much money would you have bet? I was like, do you know what the problem is with betting all that money? Like, what's that? I'm like, we're betting all that money. Against or, or against the possibility of a guy who's very religious saying something religious. Yeah, yeah. I feel a bit weird about that. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. But yeah, what did you make of the fight? Um, yeah. It was, it was, I'm glad. I'll tell you what, the two attempts that, that Khabib, because how he, how he choked him out, he attempted something similar 
towards the end of the first round, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, he, yeah, he had him in an armbar in the first round, and then in the second round, he had him in a triangle. Yeah, like he, like, he, had, like, he went for a mounted triangle and he pulled it onto his back. And also, the way he does that, Gaethje, Gaethje, first of all, first of all, Khabib, not really a jiu jitsu guy. Okay, right, he's more like a wrestler, he'll get on top of you and beat the fuck out of you and dry hump your leg for, for a little <laughs> while, but he'll make you very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that. The armbar attempt wasn't bad, the um for 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 what I think of him, um but the the triangle choke it was in it was good it was good, but Gaethje did all the wrong shit like so, if someone gets you in a triangle which for anyone listening is, the choke where someone wraps one leg around the back of your neck and head, and the other leg goes over to like clamp it down, so that's your triangle choke, the way you fight against that is not to try and pull your neck out of it try and pull your head out of it right because when you try and pull your head out of it you're creating less space so the person's legs wrap even tighter around your arm and neck so you're actually as you try and pull yourself out you're shutting the door on getting back into that thing so it was just weird like as soon as he started pulling on it i was like oh, oh, oh he's gonna go to sleep obviously my man went to sleep he went to sleep he got put out. I don't know if you watched any of the fights before that. No, I didn't. But there's a couple of good ones. So Forrest Whitaker, who is the 185 former champion, who Izzy Adesanya beat the shit out of. Yeah. He had a good fight. Um, and the thing is, like, Izzy is just on such a high, high level mm. that he's, like, taking the piss out of the thought of having to fight this guy again. But again, the UFC are listening to it, and they're like, yep, yeah, if that's the fight, then that's the fight. Um, so yeah, we'll oh, see. is that guy is Whitaker like number one contender again? Yeah, he's gonna get a little rematch. But mm. and that's the thing. Do you think it's gonna be a situation? Bro, is he Adesanya? It's fucking everyone up. I don't want to say yeah. nothing against him. I just can't. Yeah. Because if I ever see him in the face, I'm gonna have to justify why I talk shit about <laughs> about what he's doing, and I just think what he's doing is like spot on. Yeah, it's it's weird, bro. It's, there's a good time right now for for the old mixed martial arts. If that's your cup of tea, and if it's not, then you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to. I need to. Um, who was his? Who was? Uh, uh, who was his last fight? For who is he? Yeah, that Polo Costa guy, the guy who's that hench pretty boy okay. that everyone thought was going to knock him out. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, Paulo Costa, he's a beast, he's a knockout iced, he's killing everyone. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool story, bro, come here. <laughs> and he just he just peppered the guy's legs for a little while and knocked him the fuck out and then dry humped him while the referee was trying to like bring him back too. <laughs> it was so jokes, so jokes. And that's the thing, like, he's been consistently just getting better, Yeah. just just chipping away, just getting better. Do you think he'll fight, um, do you think he'll go up to fight John Jones? Well, the thing is, John Jones would then need to go back down oh, yeah, to. Yeah, of course, he's just gone up to heavyweight. He's just gone up. So, and and here's the thing, right? There's this. Um, so, Khabib. So who's, who's light heavy champ? Light heavyweight champ is Jan Blachowicz, okay. who's a Polish guy. Um, so here's the thing: at the end of the Khabib fight, he goes, "I only ask UFC for one thing. One thing. Mm. Tuesday, pound for pound rankings, number one. I deserve this. You know this." I love it when Khabib says, I deserve this. Anyway, so um, 
So yeah, and then stuff came up online. John Jones was like, "Listen, let him have his moment, and everything, but not when it's fucking with what I've built." He's like, he's only defended his title like three times before today. So today's a fourth. I've defended my title like nine, ten times, or whatever. It might have even been twelve, I think. So he was like, "Look, you know, he ain't got half the legacy I've got." And I was like, just like, it's the current pound for pound rankings. He's a champion of a weight division, and you're not. Because you stepped away from the light heavyweight. So you ain't got a belt. So just shut the fuck up. But he, he can't do it. He can't do it. Yeah, I've, I've, I remember when, when um, John Bones, John Jones even, first started in the UFC. And he just seemed so... He seemed professional. You know, like his... his, his I think his two of his older brothers NFL or former NFL players. And they kind of done it like you know he's from this pedigree he's from you know professional sports he's he's taken this route he could have done this and and he's just ended up being a bit of a twat um you know he's obviously talent wise you can't you can't fault him but yeah i just kind of i've just kind of a great fighter but i've just kind of lost a lot of respect from as a character Mm. um and even again if you're saying how are you going to say let him have his moment but like then actually let him have his moment. Shut up for now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, bro. 100%. You know. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see. Um, was it Gaethje? Yeah. Uh, the way he responded after that fight. Um, he had nothing else he could have responded, bro. He got fucking manhandled. No, I mean just with regards to the respect. Obviously, could be part of the retirement was due to him losing his father recently. Um, and yeah dude do you know what it was really funny he say so he was like yeah yeah you know i promised my mom i wouldn't fight again mm. and he said something like you got uh, dustin fight connor in january i choked them both this not interest me at all just the way he said it i was like mate you are too cool did you see uh there was an interview recently on the american sports network and um i can't remember his name now not Blanchard. I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically said um, Connor doesn't want to fight. Uh, sorry, Khabib don't want to fight Connor because he literally doesn't like the guy, and he doesn't even want to give him the spotlight. He doesn't do, it. and he's like, Khabib, is this is this true? And he said, even though I don't want to talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing as well. Do you know? Uh, Someone asked Khabib, they're like, listen, uh, Dana White said that he's going to do the contender series with you and Connor as a coach for each team. Uh, what did Khabib say? Khabib said something like, uh, he said, would you do this even for like a million dollars? And Khabib said, you could give me whole of UFC, all of it. I will still not do it with this man. I won't give him any extra time he don't need. The thing is, like... Khabib's one of these proper old school guys yeah, who's yeah. just like, look, I'm going to do me. I'm just going to do me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't need anything. He lives in the mountains in Dagestan. I was, gonna say, this, I, was, I was literally going to say, you could give him 10 million, 50 million, and it's probably not going to change his life. No, because like, the first not, 500 grand he earned, he's yeah. like, I'm set for life now. Yeah, he That would go to charity. That would go to help him, you know, maybe local, his, yeah. his community and stuff. But... Him himself, like, he's, yeah, I don't think he's going to be, you're never going to see him in that, that no, bro, he ain't flashy life, you know, he's proper old school. And the thing is, bro, he's like, I promised my mum this would be my last fight. 
So you know what that means? That means that's his last fight. Yeah. You're not going to lure him back with X, Y, Z amount of money yeah. unless someone gets to his mum. And then she goes, Yeah. Oh, Khabib, you're around the house far too much. <laughs> Maybe do one more fight, okay? Go and choke Connor one more time. He yeah. said something bad about my dress. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I mean, <sighs> it, it, doesn't, it doesn't rule him out doing other things. Like even the contender, but not with not with Connor. Yeah, well, he's not fighting; he's well, just training and stuff. I think it was Nick was like. Well, I, I think he know. needs time away. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. He just needs time away. Uh, he's signing. Mm. But um, but yeah, man, good on him though. Good on him. Mm. He had a good career. He had no real big question marks over him as as he left. Literally, like he walked into the middle of the ring. I was like, he's going to retire now. Well, I, mean, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, well, who's going to fight? That's the thing as well, isn't who's it? Left? The only other person is Tony Ferguson, who just got knocked out. Like, he just, well, he didn't get knocked out, but he got battered bad in his last yeah. fight. Yeah. So he needs to get another win or two, depending on how good his wins are. Yeah. And then maybe he'll get another title shot. You can't just go around giving everyone title shots like it's a standard thing to give away. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I feel like good on him. Let him go. Uh, old Lewis Hamilton on the weekend. Do you know? I actually didn't. Ah, oh, he's uh, won the most races ever. He's beaten. He's the most successful. Well, he will be in a few months. The most successful F one driver ever. Hmm. Um, in terms of actual race wins, he's now he now has the outright record. Um, and he's something like eighty points ahead in the in the standing. Something silly like that. Seventy or eighty points. Um, by the time by the end of the season it's his to lose um, he will be officially the most successful F1 uh, racer ever and I think so Michael Schumacher's got 91 wins he's now got 92 and I think he's done he's won those races in something like over 50 less races as well hmm Smashing it, smashing it. Yeah, he did the right thing, bro, because he was with uh, McLaren before. And as soon yeah. as they started to go downhill, he was like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yoink, yeah. see ya. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was right, man. He was right. Because their, their share man, price went through the floor. Just as, as they've been making such amazing cars for the, like, generally sports cars. Mm. And uh, the, the F1 team is just... Yeah, uh, the McLaren F1 team has gone a bit downhill. Um, but their sports cars are sick, as I said. Yeah, man. Do you know what? They are they are making some beautiful pieces of machinery. Mm-hmm. Although the uh, the latest Porsche is fucking them all up in that quarter mile. But oh, really? Yeah. What one's that? Is that the electric one? Nah. The, just the Carrera Turbo S. Oh wow! Nine. I don't know what number they're on now. I think it's like nine six. Uh, I don't know nine. No, no, it's like. Oh, fuck! What are the numbers for now? It was instead of being nine eleven, it's nine nine one, nine nine one point two or something. Something oh, okay. like that. Like the latest generation. Yeah, yeah. Carrera Turbo. Okay. It's Turbo Sport. Turbo yeah. S. Okay. This. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically beating everything. It's just just beats the seven twenty S. 
But then, oh, wow. but then, although it just beats the 720s, they've just released seven. I think it's a 730s or a 735s or something. Oh, wow. So, uh, 750 long tail. I don't know, man. The numbers are all getting crazy. But this whole thing of like who can make the car that does the fastest naught to sixty and the quickest quarter mile. It's all getting a bit out of hand. It's getting man. crazy. And Tesla are going to be entering the race. The Tesla Roadster. Yeah, next but you, year. But do you know, when they announced yeah. the 0-60 time, they were like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be 0-60 at 1.9 seconds. And it came out like six months later. It's like, actually, it's going to be like 2.2. Oh, okay. And everyone was like, fucking, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no one to hear that. <laughs> meanwhile, um, meanwhile, the... So, you know, obviously, I was saying about the, the motorbike like that I've got. Yeah. The one that I've got is slow as hell. It's 125. Yeah. And I'm not interested, really, in getting, like, one of these sports super bikes that do all crazy shit. Mm. But the bike that I'm thinking that I'll get when I get a full-size bike, it does do 0-60 in 2.6 seconds. Jeez. Which will feel a lot quicker when you're sat open to the elements. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't even... Nah. Just, you just drop the clutch and go, It's just gone, mate. Oh. Scurry yard. Even in a car. I think the fastest car I've been in is probably about four seconds. What was was, I can't remember what it, it was. It was one of these crazy super sedans in America. Um, a mate who I stayed by has got one. And um, yeah, it was, it was too much. And that was a hench car. Yeah. Um, Two points at like I don't know. Yeah, well, so I think I think it's not necessarily about how fast it is and how fast it feels like you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went. Funnily enough, actually, six years ago today, mm. I went and did one of those track day experiences at Silverstone. Oh yeah. Where they put you in a Formula Ford, which the naught to sixty time on them is about four point two, mm. but the engine is bolted to the back of your chair. So you are feeling the whole experience and it revs to like high, high RPMs and there's no ABS, no traction control, nothing. And um, yeah, Nick sent me a picture of it because it came up on his timeline. Like this is a photo of you and Lewis from six years ago. And he's like, do you remember this? But I was like, yeah, I remember it, man. It was a cool day. He goes, he goes, I still remember now all the marshals all waving at, pointing at you like, who the fuck is this guy? I said, what? But I was hammering around that track. I yeah. thought, because I got stuck behind someone who got flagged to move out of the way and they didn't move. Yeah. So I was like, I've got three laps left. If I don't just overtake this guy, I'm going to just regret this whole thing. Yeah. So I overtook him and I went, I've only got three laps left. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just going to overtake everyone that I can. And I just started gunning it. I, I ignored all the rules. They're like, yeah, you can only overtake two cars on a straight. You have to overtake on the right. You have to do this. I was like, Fuck that. Call me Hammer and Son. I'm zigging, yeah. I'm zagging, I'm I'm cutting corners, I'm doing a lot. Um, and yeah, funny, like the one of the marshals after he came and chatted to me, and he actually thought I had a race license, like you you have a race like a racing driver's yeah, license, yeah. whatever. And he was like, if you had, if I if if you'd have just said something to us, we'd have let you go out separate. Yeah. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you know, like you can go on your own if you if if you've got your license. I was like, I don't have a racing license, you you idiot. He's like, oh, I thought you did. I was like, well, thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, even I went um, I went like two years ago. We went on this uh, track day thing, where you can just like drive a, a supercar around the track. Mm. But it was really shit. Like you go into third gear. This track, you could do the whole thing in third gear. Yeah. 
So that, and so there's no real like thrill to it. There's no real challenge to it. And um, and I was like, all right, I'll, I want to go out in a GTR. So I took out this Nismo tuned GTR, and it was like you can pay a little bit extra, and they'll let you have it the full thousand one hundred horsepower, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, um, and open it up. So first of all, I'll tell you now, I'm a bit of a thief because what I did was I said, yeah, all right, I'll go do that. Having already prepaid for my normal car experience, which I think was in like a Lamborghini Gallardo. And then, um, and I did it knowing that they don't take American Express. <laughs> and and then afterwards, when I went to go and pay, I like pulled out my Amex, and they're like, "Oh, we don't take Amex." Oh, what a shame! <laughs> and then goes, "Yeah, we'll invoice you via email. You can just pay it online." I was like, "All right, cool. See ya." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they took me out in this GTR, and uh, and I was just like, "This is really fucking boring," because you just turn right turn right yeah. turn right moderate throttle turn right moderate throttle moderate braking yeah. so I was like do you know what and I, I went to the guy I was like I'm really sorry I'm just going to have to do this and he's like do what and then at the next corner I just kicked the back end out <laughs> <laughs> and he was like brake 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 I was like no 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 so I managed to get a little a little bit of a back end drift in a GTR which is kind of cool uh, but the the best part for me for that whole day a little bit of reminiscing now is that I, I've challenged Nick to do something mm. and Nick's a little bit crazy. I'll do it. You challenge him. Yeah, yeah. So you imagine you're a driving instructor, right? Or the, or one of these track day courses. You've got this young guy sitting, sitting in the driver's seat. Now you showed him like how to do a lap and now it's his turn. Yeah. And just as the build up, you're like about to get on the track. And obviously these guys must be thinking, what kind of guy is he that I'm in the car with today? Because if he's a twat, he's going to kill us both. Right. Yeah. Or at least injure us both. So uh, this guy, he's like talking to Nick, like just having a little chat with him. Just like, okay, so what is it you do? And then Nick, Nick just turns. Bearing in mind, the guy's sitting on his left. Nick turns, looks over his right shoulder. Goes, shut the fuck up, Steve. <laughs> and the guy's name was like Mark or something. <laughs> and this guy, Mark, was like, what? He goes, sorry, Mark. One second, Steve. I fucking told you I got this, bruv, Yeah. Why don't you just stop talking to me? Leave me alone. I can drive. He knows I can drive. No, I've told him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned back to this guy, Mark. He's like, sorry about that, mate. You fucking does my head in. <laughs> Could you imagine, bro, just thinking, what the actual hell have I got myself in for? That's the thing, man. Nick don't care. That's one thing I like about Nick. And I'll tell you another little uh, anecdote, little story about Nick. First time I ever went out anywhere with Nick. You know those punch bag machines that you get yeah. where it's like putting 50p in, punch the, punch the bag. Yeah. He's put his 50p in. He's gone to put his bottle of J2O down. He's put it down on like the air hockey table. When he's turned around to, to punch the bag again, this group of lads have actually walked by in the three second window <laughs> and pushed the punch bag back up into the machine. That's losing his go. Yeah. Fuming, bro. Fuming, yeah. of course. You've got all oh, dickheads. Nick, on the other hand, grabbed his J2O bottle, turned it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed it by the bottle like by the neck upside down started walking up behind him like literally like he was lifted it above his head there was juice pouring out of it I grabbed him I was like what are you doing bruv he's like I'm going to fucking smash him with the bottle the prick I was like bro it's 50p he goes yeah my fucking 50p bruv no one's fucking with my money I was like dude chat to the security guard he saw it out security guard like give him 50p put it in the machine I said like, what's up with you bruv 
He's like, nothing. I just don't like being fucked with. I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I choose you. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, it's jokes. jokes. That is actually jokes. Have you been following um, the US election? I've been following the election, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've actually, I, I'll be honest, I did miss the last debate, though. Mm. I don't know if you've watched it. The yeah, last yeah, debate. yeah. I watched it. It was boring. The first one was... This this one was proper. <laughs> like, uh, it's how it's supposed to be. Did Trump keep his shit together? He did actually. Who came off better? Do you think? I've mm. heard. I've heard. <sighs> Pens. I think. Yeah. It was. It was. Everyone done what they were supposed to do. Trump dropped a few, a couple of cheeky lines. Um, Biden done a couple of nice little smirks. Gave good answers to stuff. Um, he he was prepared. And um, it was, yeah, it was. I think I don't think there was many surprises. I don't think. There were. But again, the problem is afterwards when people fact check and half the Trump, half the stuff Trump says, is always his version of events rather than uh, always what most people would agree. Um, but yeah, the reason I was saying that is because uh, bringing it back to the UK, have you heard about? Uh, Boris Johnson and co as a result of it what about those prick so basically they are scrambling apparently because Biden um, if Biden wins um, Biden ain't too fond of Boris Johnson good so part of the whole Brexit thing and Boris Johnson has been getting this US deal and if Biden wins then effectively you go back to Obama's thing of your back of the queue. Um, so they're basically scrambling. The polls are saying Biden's going to win. So they're apparently they're like a bit of panic, panic mode. Trying to get a deal done. Yeah. No, not, not even trying to get a deal done. Trying to, trying to smoothie up to Biden's people, <laughs> basically. Fucking spineless bastards. Exactly, exactly. Um, speaking of like UK, US politics, mm. bollocks. So this whole chlorinated chicken. Oh yeah. Did I mention it on the last episode? Yes, I, might I think you did. Yeah. Still, fuck all's being done to like reverse that. I've been trying to like find out. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. Just to find out if so, if anyone that missed the last episode, uh, the Conservatives basically pushed through this thing about um, uh, the, you know, importing chlorinated chicken from. At America, the Conservatives pushed through this thing to make sure that there was no vote done on it and it just go yeah. through. So basically, removing restrictions, like easing, making things easier for, for the US's lower food And just standards. If, if anyone's like, oh yeah, but it's just that, you know, maybe their food's not quite as good. No, no, no. No, no, no. The FDA find out that you're putting chemicals and shit in your food that kill people and they go, okay, listen guys, this is killing people. You've got to stop selling it within the next two years. So you've got two years to sell it to as many people as you can, upload it. Yeah. That's insane. It's fucking mental. But speaking of votes and stuff, something that's happening, obviously, in the UK, current things, current things. Rashford mm. causing trouble again. Yeah. Young black man. Bloody man United. Causing, causing dramas yeah. for the government. For the establishment. So first of all, I like, I like the initiative. I do. Yeah. 
don't like the way the media is like, oh, these evil conservatives are all voted against this idea of school meals. And the whole thing of, well, okay, if kids can't have school meals, then politicians can't have pay rises. The numbers do not tally anywhere near similar. You can't say, well, you know, something that will cost the UK economy, like, let's say, £4 million a year, which would be giving all the MPs a pay rise of a couple of grand. Or feeding every school kid lunch, even during non-term times. That's hundreds of millions over silly money. Right, but here's the thing, right? You got a kid then. Yeah. How old's your kid? 19. You got an adult then. <laughs> For real. Yeah. So, your adult, obviously, like, I, d- I don't know... Um, obviously we've been friends for a long time actually how long how long have we been friends on Facebook 13 years 13 years that's on that's just on Facebook yeah. we, we was brethren before that not as, not as tight but we, we're still we're still yeah, new, right yeah. so so since so that's like Mia was like 5, 6 yeah I knew I, I swear I remember seeing Mia in a in a pram yeah yeah so yeah. see that's time right yeah. I don't know obviously you're you're doing okay for yourself now was there ever a point where you needed government assistance for yeah, me? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and during that time, how old were you? Mm. Early 20s? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm guessing you were in like a fairly, like, like maybe like a retail type job. Well, I was at uni until okay. I finished uni at the age of 24. Okay. And then, um, so then by the time Mia was in like secondary school, for example, yeah. or let's say halfway through primary school, yeah. you had a job, yeah. and I got a job, and it might not have been a, like, a great paying job, mm. but enough. Yeah. You made sure, like you had to hustle, I'm guessing, yeah. do a bit of graft. So here's the thing, right? Once you, in, this is my opinion, mm. and I'm, I'm a little bit strict with it, whatever, fine. It's not your right to have children. Yeah, agree. It's a, uh, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's a responsibility. Yeah. Now, you could be you could be doing really well for yourself, have a kid, and then your business goes under, and you can't get another job. You try and like try like crazy to get another job, but it doesn't. And then you could find yourself falling on hard times, in which case you need some government assistance. Yeah. And there's that's what it's there for. One, one. Yeah. Right. We live in. An environment where there's not a huge, it's not a huge, huge number, but there is a decent percentage, a decent like, overall number of people who are more than happy just living on benefits. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, it's not it's, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a correct. massive yeah, number. It's a small number, yeah. But there's, a, but it's a small number in relation or in comparison to the number of uh, like full-time working families. Yeah. But it's still a, de- it's still a decent number. There's still at least a few thousand families who are like, fuck it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll be third generation benefit scroungers, and we'll yeah. be happy with it. Those people, in particular, mm. are just taking the piss out of the system. Okay, and it costs the system a lot of money. Now, I get it as well. Like the argument can be made: well, we have enough money to go to wars with countries and pay to yeah. have soldiers invade other countries and give them their protective gear, this, that, and the other. Okay, yeah. We, we do, and I, do I think we shouldn't be doing that? Of course. Yeah. But do I think that that money should straight away be allocated towards giving free school meals to families whose parents... 
I don't want to say it too harsh, but I don't think there's any such thing as true poverty in the UK. Even if you're homeless, well, bruv, well, if you're out on the street, you can still no, earn 20 quid a day begging. Okay, so that depends. Like, poverty in terms of the, the way it's generally used, but remember, po- po- poverty is actually a, a metric. It's not... It's It doesn't really... Poverty changes. Like, the government can li- literally change the metric of poverty. And different countries have different metrics for what poverty is. So it might be like... This, this amount under the average earning or right. this many households and stuff. Here's the thing though, Denny. Have you, have you witnessed with your own eyes Africa poor? Like, like have you been to Africa? Have no. you seen poor? Okay. No. Uh, like Asia? No. Uh, yeah. 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 What's, what's the poor, poorness that you saw in Asia? Where were you? Um, uh, in and to what level of poverty was it? Give me just, a brief. Just Thailand, just like kids out and about just a few poor people okay so when i was in india mm. this little girl at the airport came up to me she yeah. was like six years old maybe six maybe seven i don't know yeah. very fucking young she had a, like a her newborn sibling in her arms mm. that she was walking around with in 30 degree heat begging mm. right that was a little insight to me like they really can't do anything else but hope that someone yeah. gives them money right yeah in the uk you can fucking do something else. Yeah, but it's, right? it's relative, nah. isn't it? No, it's not relative, Then it is, I, Let me is. give you an example, yeah? How much does it cost to buy a loaf of bread? I don't know. Just nah, like most people buying Kingsville, bro. Yeah. Home, yeah, homeless, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 120, man. Okay. 120 for bread. Now, if you're actually poor, mm. first of all, you, you're saying the right thing then, like yeah. 60, 60 or P, you could go buy some own brand shit, Tesco's yeah. finest, I don't know. Yeah. But if you're actually poor, mm. you make a one-off purchase of a baking tin, you make your own bread. It costs you about 20p a loaf. Okay. And if you're unemployed, you have time on your hands. Yeah, see, this is this is the problem, though. This is the thing, right? So Poor people are too busy playing Xbox. No, no, you no, got to no, give no, them no, the credit. No, no, this is the thing. So... Firstly, just with the immediate thing you said, there's a, there's a direct correlation... Between and this isn't to to sound like I'm putting anyone down between education and poverty, right? Um, so people who like you will think of that solution. Let's say because you're well educated, whether that's between whether that's through the educational schooling system or you like by self learning, like. You're a, you're a person who learns regularly. So you're thinking of a solution. So someone has to be of the same mindset in order to to do that. And a lot of people aren't because they've never been taught to or they've never been They've around. never needed to because the government has enough support for them to go. So just with regards, hard, to, just with regards to benefits. Give it to it's me. A, it's a drop in the, 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 the benefit, what we let's say benefit scroungers. It's a it's in it's terms of oh, oh shit in terms Sorry. of yeah it's a drop in the ocean in terms of overall their, outcome uh, uh, expenditure no but uh, even overall expenditure on benefits yeah most people who are on benefits are actually working so they're getting top ups like uh, whether it's assistance with housing benefit whether it's uh, tax credits um, and the like the thing my thing with the school my thing with the school dinners 
my thing with the school with the school thing because it won't cost that much. It's basically because they're talking through half term. They're talking five five uh five one, meals. one meal uh once a week. Uh, five, 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 times. five five times a week. Sorry. Quick maths. Yeah. Now. Put put aside the I don't care about the politicians getting a pay rise. I'm not even comprehending with that. On a basic level, on a basic level, there was this good uh, meme I saw actually, although I don't like quoting memes, but it basically said child hungry. Yeah? Starving child. The next step is, is it the parents' fault? If the answer is yes, you feed the child. If the answer is no, you still feed the child. Like, I don't, well, I, I, I can't really, I was going to say I don't want to live somewhere, but I do. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, feeding a child morally is the right thing to do. Okay. Whoever's to blame as to why that child might not have food is a separate debate. In terms of, and my thing with the government, even if the government didn't, what I felt the government should have done is backed a campaign mm. they didn't need to turn it down they should have backed a campaign and what has happened with the community stepping in would have happened just like we all done our little bit for the nhs and you know loads of people sort of stepped up and they do various things i think that's but they should have backed it but fundamentally to feed a child a hungry child like it is the right thing to do of course. in any circumstance. And after you've fed that hungry child, take them into care because their parents can't look after them. No, but that's... that's, that's There's not, no no then. That's no. not the case. Feed your fucking kids, bruv. No. Okay, or listen, listen. Them. But if you can take a child into care, yeah. then you can afford to feed them. Of course, you can. Right. So, if you have to take most, a child no, into no, care... No, 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 no. Most parents... Don't, no, 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 Most me, parents... Most parents... <laughs> most parents <laughs> who are in no, this no, circumstance... No, 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 parents. Most parents who are in this circumstance are not bad parents. It's, it's like you said some of them is is, is circumstance it's they've been a, some people have been and this has only come about don't get me wrong this is the thing this isn't a new thing this has come about and this is people of people are people are people are making more of an issue of it because as a country we are going through hard times so there's a lot of people who look, last year no one was asking to feed feed kids that weren't getting getting food in half term because we recognize that those those situations that might normally happen um they happen and that's we can't keep stepping up for people who are not doing what they should do as parents right but this year is very different this year there's a lot of people who are trying their best don't give me on covid bollocks exactly because of covid they're in bad situations they've been furloughed they've been they've been uh, made redundant all sorts and they're struggling a little bit more. And it's not, do you know what the thing is as well? This is, this is an assumption to and say. And he's pointing at me. Now, and he's like, fuck you, Lewis. Now, because yeah. it's an assumption. You right wing. It's an assumption. You. It's an assumption to say these people are bad parents. These people would probably almost 100% find a way to feed their kids. But. But the government's there. So no, 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 no. But if we can help them, why not? Just like businesses are getting help, just like people are getting helped in other means, just like people are getting helped in other ways. Why is it a problem to help? I, t- them? I tell you what the problem is. The problem is blanket approaches. So let me give you, like, for example, mm. I took some of the business relief. Yeah. I didn't really want to. Right. But I'm going to get taxed as if I did anyway. Right. So I might as well. Yeah. I took that business relief and I paid it straight into my tax account. Okay. I was like, there you go, you can have it back. Yeah. I don't actually want your money, yeah. but I don't also don't want to be fucked over for it, right? The government takes a blanket approach on this. 
No, but the government isn't doing anything. Okay, hold on. Go on, go on. on. Even when it comes to COVID, everyone has to wear a mask. Right. Right? Proven. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't need to wear a mask. There's no requirement. There's no necessary thing that's going to help you all that much. Okay. If you're walking around Sainsbury shopping, unless you're one of these people with a compromised immune system or you're a bit old, da, 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 right? Okay. The government has to the government has to act as if everyone is the lowest common denominator. Right. So if you're gonna give out free school meals mm. to to people how many kids mm. right like this week they're on half term or they've been on half term or they're about to go on half term, whatever. How many kids are in that category mm. have been denied the free school meals and they're getting food? What do you mean? Like They've been denied this extra, you know, half-term free school meals thing yeah. for lunch. But they're not starving. Right. Their parents are able to feed them. Right. Probably the vast majority. That's exactly my point. Right. And and how are they getting fed? By their parents. Right, yeah. Right. So if, you're pa- if, the, fer- if the parents can feed the vast majority yeah. of those people can get fed yeah. by their parents, why the fuck are we trying to campaign for these people to get right. free food? This is exactly my point. So this is the thing. I'm not dumb, this, Denny. This goes back to <laughs> Don't what talk I was to saying. me like I'm dumb. <laughs> this goes back to what I was saying that they will find a way. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Fuck right. <laughs> so, so what you will have here is let's say, let's say, let's say we're a bit broke. Yeah. So never happens. I, <laughs> so, I sell my testicles. <laughs> so, so um, there you're going to get a, a large percent. You're going to get a large percent of people who could do with the help, but they're going to say, you know what? We're going to tighten our belts. Because there's people worse off than us and they need it more than we do. And then you're going to get a few people who are in the dire situation and they're going to be like, this is a godsend. By the end of this week, I'm not 100% sure. Like I'm literally eating day to day right now. Okay, so this is going to be a godsend. This is really going to be a help. It's a temporary thing until I can get myself back on my feet. And then you're going to have another smaller percentage that will do what they do anyway, which is I'm going to grab everything I can for free. Right. But no one's campaigning for those people. No one's campaigning for the people who we think are benefit sponges. We're campaigning for the people who are hard up to offer them a little bit of assistance if they need it. And everyone won't take it. Just like everyone doesn't go to food banks. Just like everyone didn't take, you know, some people took a, took a, took, uh, government assistance with COVID straight away. Some people really wait until you know they were on their last dime type thing, and I think that's going to be the same situation. That's very much how British people are. Yeah, you always got that small percentage that are a bit unscrupulous, and any time the government's hand out, they're going to they're going to try and take it. But for the most part, people are only going to like look how many look at food banks as a prime example. Everyone doesn't go to food banks, even though it could help them, and it's the same. A lot of people aren't going to jump to to uh to get assistance unless they need it right? okay. most people are proud how, who as a percentage mm. how many people do you think without the food bank yeah cannot afford to feed their child Force, like it's not possible they're not going to be able to feed their child without the food bank without the government stepping in without free school meals that kid is, is not eating this is this is this is this is my point right so let's just answer will, my fucking question, we will, Denny. We will, we will find a way. You will Such find a, a way. Bruv. No, you will find a way to feed your kids. So let people find a fucking right. way. But What's that, wrong with standing on your include, own too, son? There's nothing wrong with that, but that may include ending up in a bit sucking of sucking dick for cash. It might include that. 
it might include things where you have to step out of your normal day to day and you wouldn't wish on someone eating a bowl of dish. <laughs> you're not gonna it's not gonna be anything that you want to happen you're not gonna look at a kid and say you shouldn't eat no right. who do, is, so that's my point listen so here's the get, thing let yeah? that kid eat here's the thing if my neighbor tony comes up to me and goes listen this times are hard as i'm sure you're well aware let me just interrupt let me just interrupt forget tony right, right. forget tony if Tony's kid, who's five years old, knocked on your door and said, oh, sorry, Lewis, I'm really hungry. Um, have you got any bread? I'd say, hold on, I need to ring Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I'd happily give you bread. However, I'm an adult and you're a child <laughs> and you should know better than to be asking adults for food. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, right, hold on, hold on. Right. Yeah, go on. So Tony comes in. Right. Tony comes and knocks. I actually know a Tony, so it's probably not the best. Let's say Richard. Richard comes, knocks on the door, he says, oh, good afternoon, Lewis. I'm sure you uh, are well aware that it's been 15 months now since I was fired from the investment firm for embezzling funds, which was totally not my fault. Yeah. Trevor made me do it for a bit. <laughs> anyway, me and my wife were just playing Baccarat when we realised that the cupboards are all completely sparse. And unfortunately, we have to wait until the 14th between uh, before we receive our tax credits. So um, little Persephone has been unable to eat <laughs> and she's rather famished. Would you happen to have a spare, maybe, I don't know, block of camembert? <laughs> Perhaps some brie? <laughs> some multi-seed bread? <laughs> Not that white shit. <laughs> but, let's, let, but let's say on a real note that my, my neighbour comes yeah. says, listen, man, like, don't struggling like, tough. Can, yeah can you sort me out but like dude how much money do you need or, or right let's let's go shopping yeah let's sort you out that's what community is for yeah fucking love thy neighbor yeah yeah i couldn't afford to buy, to go and do my neighbor's shopping right now yeah i'll fucking do it right right i help them out yeah i would assume mm. that they have a good reason for staying in, in the position that they're staying in where they can be left that vulnerable Right. But ultimately, it costs like 20p to make a loaf of bread. It costs 20p to buy a loaf of bread. Tesco value white bread is probably about that. Then so, do it. Why? Fucking do it. And that's no, no. fine. And no, fucking do it. That's fine. <laughs> but what's to say people aren't doing that? And this is the thing. It's Bare the, man's. I'm is, not doing this that, is, This is the let thing. Me, let me tell you, right? This is anecdotal, yeah? Go anecdotal, on. but I'm, nah, right? Bradley have my back here, yeah? Right? I know. Whatever, yeah, you two go on in, right? But whatever. Back in the day, yeah, yeah. Bradley wanting to be um wanting to help out the community. Yeah. So he's like, right, me and Lewis, we're gonna teach Taekwondo on a Britwell estate. Yeah. Which is uh, you know, it's it's not the most affluent. Affluent area. Yeah. So he's like, Okay, I said to him, like, what well, what are we doing then? He goes, Well, we're gonna charge like three pounds for students to come and do an hour and a half training. I was like, Okay, but you know the the whole costs like Forty-seven fifty or something for an hour and a half. He's like, yeah. I said, like, so we need like twenty students to be coming in paying full price. Yeah. He's like, yeah. We had about seven students coming okay. in here, there, and everywhere. It's costing us a fortune to keep that place open. Um, parents would walk up and come. They'd be like, right, how much is it? Oh, it's three pound fifty per class. It's a bit much in it. Can't you do a bit cheaper? Come on, benefits. I'm like, I'm looking at this woman. Who's got a brand new iPhone, 
20 decker benson and hedges benson benson and hedges and a half finished sleeve tattoo like when you get that feet that sleeve finished that looks that looks gorgeous that does when you're going to get that done next week you know <laughs> next week i'm going to get done i had the rest of it done like two weeks ago i just had to let it breathe for a bit so i'm going to get all the rest of it done next week it's going to look amazing mm. i'm like but you're on benefits and yeah. you can't afford to pay three pound fifty for your kid to do martial arts you're an arsehole. No, don't get wrong. That is anecdotal. You know, I'm not saying every parent that's in a really hard position. Is but there. this is the thing. This is the thing, right? This is the problem with you Tories. I'm not you a Tory, bruv. You, you look at the, the Tories, bruv. And not the why. No, this is the thing. So I don't think anyone wants to feel sorry for that woman. No, fuck her. Right. But the kid who... <laughs> <She was> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck her. Yeah, the kid. Take the kid into care. No... I'll adopt that kid, bruv. I'll adopt this. I'll adopt okay, okay, okay. Take the kids care. Let's put that aside. Problem solved. In that, in that moment, convo. in that moment, in that moment, that kid is hungry. Yeah. In fact, don't even need to. That's the extreme. That's the extreme. Most people are not talking about those people. Rashford was not talking about that mum. He's talking about people who are trying, but they're on the breadline. They might have lost their job. Um, or whatever else has happened and he's just saying these people should have a hand these people deserve a, a helping hand with regards to with regards to taking people into care that's a whole novel kettle of fish because the care system ain't great right but, but hold on you already get a helping hand bro yeah you get child benefit yeah you get clean drinking water yeah if you're unable to pay your rent you go to the council, they give you emergency accommodation because you're a parent. Right. Right? Yeah. You could live for free. Yeah, but you're still thinking of no. extremes. Yeah, but hold on. Even in those situations that aren't quite extreme, mm-hmm. aren't quite dire, mm-hmm. go chat to your neighbour. Listen, bro. But that's exactly it. That's, that's, that's exactly okay, what but, has happened. But, but hold on. That goes back to my point at the beginning. Right. Okay. The government didn't need to do anything. Right, what so they, they didn't need done. to do anything. So right. don't make them do anything. So this is, no, this is my point. The government I don't want didn't the have government to, getting involved in all my no, shit. Listen, listen, listen. I get that. But that's exactly my point. What the government could have done is start a campaign for communities to help each other. And, and you know what they're going to get? They're going to get, oh, look at this. Tories all starting a campaign no, for that, people to that, help each other. Meanwhile, they're happy to go and fund that wars. That doesn't matter. That don't matter. And give that bankers bonuses. That don't matter. What they should it not have matter, done. Public perception is king when no, it comes no, to what politics. They should, the worst thing they could have done, and this has caused, it's been de- terrible PR for them, is to basically come across like, <laughs> people are basically saying, there's hungry kids. Do you want to feed them? And they're going, nah. That's the thing, right? I was so tempted when you were like, yeah, there's bad PR for them to go, what, having Boris Johnson at the head of the firm? <laughs> <laughs> He's a twat. That is bad PR. Oh, that is bad PR. But, but now, I, 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 I don't think anyone with any moral compass would begrudge feeding a hungry child. No, man, feed the kid all day. Exactly. Feed the kid. I've got no issues with that. If you're a parent and you can't feed your kid, fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, do you nah, know what, bruv? You can't, you can't bruv, yourself say that. You nah, can't say listen, that. bruv, listen, right? I'm self-employed. Mm-hmm. My business struggling. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to sit here and try and sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to go, I'm struggling, you know. I've only been able to buy one motorbike. such a dick. Oh, dear. But yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
if I'm in that position, let's say my business goes dissolved today, yeah? yeah. Like no one's no one's coming, no one's paying, yeah. accounts are on dry. Mm. Within six months, I've got nothing. Right. Right now, I'm going right. Within six months, I've got nothing. Mm. What can I do? Yeah. Right. And I'll start working tomorrow, bruv. Right. Uh, no, don't write me, Denny. That goes back to don't my point. Don't write me, That's Denny. That's the type of person. All right, let me ask you a question. Uh, that's the type of person I am. Let me ask you a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If there was no government, yeah, and I wasn't the type of person that I am, yeah, let's say I was one of these sit on my laurels kind of people. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And how? Yeah. Is that other kind of person who's not like that gonna survive? They wouldn't. Like, good. Let them fucking Why? die. But that's not the reality, is it? <laughs> Why that's is it not, not the reality, <laughs> Jenny? It's not. I don't want scroungers in the world. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> so your degree, right? You're a smart guy. You. Your, I just want to you, see you, people make it effort. Your solution, you 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 know, you think of solutions. You 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 problem solve. Why? Because I have to. No, but, bro, but, but, but everyone, poor, everyone, bro. everyone has to. Loads of people grow up poor, but loads of people aren't like that. So, what is it that made you like that? If I was being. Um... I was being clinical with my answer. Mm. I would say it's probably the presence of a spine. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but do you do you know what the answer is? Go on. No, I'm asking you. No, I fucking don't. Right, so can I, can I, can I, can I? Educate me, Can Danny. I say it's luck? It's not fucking luck. Well, you don't know why. You can't pinpoint why you think specifically take, like no, no, this or why you act in these ways. It's, it's not a narrow spectrum thing, Denny. It's not like, oh, you possess this one trait, therefore you're going to be fine. I'm not... It's bro. not It's not one trait. That's what I'm saying. But what what I'm saying is, what is the what is the pinpoint? You can, you can grow up in the same household as someone, have the same parents, everything be exactly the same and then be completely different to you. So... Attitude, bro. It's attitude. <laughs> I might not be the best so, so, looking guy so in the room. That would that would suggest a big dick and a good attitude. <laughs> if, you've, if you've been brought up, if everything's been exactly the same, there's something in you. There's something that triggered you. Yeah. That didn't trigger. Okay. What you're talking about here. Yeah. Is like genetic variability. Right. So okay, it's hold luck. On. There's not luck. There's not luck. Right. Who was it that formed the theory of evolution again? What was that guy's name? Uh, Darwin. Yeah. Darwinism. <laughs> this is Darwinism, bruv. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Right, you're right. Listen, yeah. listen. You're, you're, if you're Janine, correct. you're correct. If Janine, who's a size twenty-four, yeah. right, is saying, "Oh, my benefits aren't enough money, therefore I can't afford to eat healthy," right, and I don't, I don't have the time to buy these. Things. Fuck off, Janine. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're I, correct. I'm gonna take your kids off you. You ain't getting them kids. <laughs> this is the thing, though. This Lose the, the weight, this get a job, thing. start stacking shelves. We've evolved. Get back to me. We've evolved past. Survival of the fittest. No, we have not, we bro. Have. No, we, we haven't. Have. We haven't. I'll tell you How why. How the fuck is it that Trump is because, president? Right, I'll tell you why. Because he's the fittest guy. We have. We. <laughs> so, so because exactly because we do this because we have empathy because we 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 we, as, we? don't as, put me in that, bro. As humans, in loads of countries, what we would class as developed countries, we look out for the weakest. Yeah. If we were just going by survival of the fittest, we wouldn't be doing that and they would be dying. But, but we try to do something to stop that. We right. interfere with that process. All right. and, but here's my thing. If we, okay, if we left those people, then what? Then that would be pure Darwinism. Darwinism? Yeah, Dar yeah. Darwinism. 
But, but no, no, no. I mean, literally. Then what to those people? What do you mean? What happens to them? I don't know. Why? I I would guess that they would either survive or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. 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 As a percentage, yeah. Based on the current infrastructure of this country, yeah. The accessibility to clean drinking water, yeah. At any public bathroom, yeah. How many people do you think are actually going to die of starvation and poverty in the UK? People do. Oh, hold on. It's a small amount, but people do. Right. But we can do, do something you, do to you know stop how many, that. Right, but hold on, bruv. There's more people yeah. that die of electrocuting themselves accidentally <laughs> than there are people that die of poverty. Right? There are more dumb fuckers that can get a job than yeah, there are lazy fuckers that can't get a job. Right? So, so here's my thing, right? Mm. Unless you're going to start making people get a license to have kids... You're not really going to solve this problem. See, this is the thing that you're talking I'm not about. Talk, I don't want communism. Right? You're thinking I don't of want extremes. Yeah, I, I am. Because if you're in a situation where you can't feed your kid, that's an extreme situation. Yeah, but this isn't, this isn't about people not being able to feed their kids. Really? Because it's called free school meals, bro. For, no, for no, a reason. Like, no, 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 no. Because the parents, yeah, the parents yeah. would usually feed, if a child is fed in the morning, yeah. so they have breakfast and they have dinner. Yeah. They're not going to die. They're being no. fed. They can get fed once a day, brother. They'd be good. Right. Ex- right. I, I literally, bruv, I went six days <laughs> once without feeding my son. It was fine. <laughs> Hashtag just playing people. Don't sue me or call social services. I swear to God, if you look at my son, he's fucking huge. <laughs> there's, there's like general recommendations of nutrition, of how many times we should eat, etc., etc., etc. Now, to put that burden on the parent... The bird. Let me finish. A child let me is finish. a burden, no, bro. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, what I'm saying is, Go in on. this circumstance, yeah, in this circumstance we're in at the moment, because this isn't. It's, as I said, we weren't calling for it last year. We're calling for it as a result of because it's in pandemic. fashion, bro. Because it's in fashion. It's as a result of the vogue. pandemic. Fuck the pandemic. <laughs> so, all we're saying is, these people need a helping hand. You're being racist now, bro. Are you talking about these people? <laughs> You people. Yeah, them people. You of all people. <laughs> them people. <laughs> the, <laughs> them people. Need a helping hand. And that's it. Oh, them brethrens, yeah? That's it. They need a helping hand. And like, as I said, you can't, like, only a dick's going to go. That's fine. Let them work for it then. Do you know what? You're, you're flipping. Who's the guy of Oliver Twist? <laughs> the guy who's like, he's like, can I have some water? No. Work for it. <laughs> Get back up those chimneys. You got a picker pocket or two. <laughs> no, but, uh, the thing is, then, mm. forget the parents. What? Why forget, forget the, parents? the parents? Whose responsibility because is this? This is not about child. feeding the parents. I, I don't want to feed the parents. parents it's are not fine. about feeding the parents. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it's about feeding the kids. I'm all about Persephone. So Persephone and Sebastian have to eat. <laughs> they need their warm meals. <laughs> So, so parents aside, I live in a manor, <laughs> not the manor, a manor. <laughs> but um, yeah, all jokes aside, um, there's loads of good campaigns and stuff out there. The no, way. there's not, bro. They're all they're all bullshit. There's loads of community, reach. Uh, yeah, community. Commu- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, community that's helps, what's happening. Bro. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. That's there's good. Of, there's a lot of good community. Um, right, but don't don't make the government stuff. out to be devils just because they're not willing to. I just... haven't. You know what? I haven't. I have not made the government out to be devils. As I said, what I feel they could have done was just said, 
Let's encourage people. Hashtag they could vote just, Tory. They, <laughs> they could have done a nice campaign to encourage people to uh, to support where, where and when they can. Yeah, yeah. They could have. They should have. Yeah. They would have. Could have, should have, would have. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, people are stepping up. Uh, loads of places are stepping up. Um, <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's are like, yeah, yeah, we'll give out free school meals. Meanwhile, people like me are going, no, you fucking won't, son. <laughs> I'll call the school up and be like, look, I know everyone's getting McDonald's and everyone's probably getting Happy Meals and stuff. But I swear to God, you put a Happy Meal in front of my son, <laughs> I'm gonna come down there and stab someone in the neck. <laughs> I am interested in how they how they're. Um, You're not allowed to take junk food into school. That's bro. what I was gonna say. I'm I'm interested in how they're like how are McDonald's giving out free food? I don't know, Ralph. Mm. I know it just seems a bit odd because their their food is so heavily saturated with salt and sugar. Crazy, it's crazy. Anyway, I feel like maybe we should pick up on this next week and see what we're going with that. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, I could go in, bruv. I could go in, but yeah. Anyway, so I think that's that's about it for tonight. Um, throwbacks. We do a little throwbacks, bruv. Little throwbacks. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go on, because my brain is frazzled, man. Because, 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 uh, see what happens when it's frazzled. The Tory comes out. The um, Tory. So, so my. Much again. Throwback film, since it's like Halloween nearly, is uh, House on Haunted Hill. And it's that classic version with Paris Hilton, not the original. Because I haven't seen the original, I've only seen the classic. So check out that. Um, proper 90s, early 2000s, I can't remember exactly when it was. Typical horror film in the vein of Scream, or I Know What You Did Last Summer, that kind. And my throwback song is So Appalled by Kanye West, featuring Jay-Z, Push T, Cy High the Prince, Swizz Beats. And RZA. Jesus Christ, did he have enough people on that song? Feet, and that's on the My Dark Twisted Fantasy album, which is... The best album ever, I think we voted. For many. Uh, arguably one of the best albums ever. This, as always, can be found... In the NGA podcast playlist, exclusively on Spotify. What's your throwbacks? So, um, you know, funnily enough, actually, I was just starting, starting to listen to uh, Kanye on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I'm a little bit away through that. What do you think? We'll have to talk about I, that next I, week. I, yeah, I've literally only just yeah, started listening yeah, to it, so I need that, to. That guy. Yeah, 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 I need to get into that. Um, so my throwback movie. Is Goldeneye. Right. Okay. I tell you what, bro. Go on. Goldeneye's got the best intro scene of any fucking movie. He yes, jumps off Goldeneye. the dam. Is that the parkour one at the beginning? No, no, no. It's Pierce Brosnan. Okay. First one. He he runs across the to the top of the dam. He bungee jumps off it. Gets into the top. Kills everyone. It's got Sean Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Bad guy. He's, yeah, 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 and he's yeah, like, yeah. closing time, James, buy yeah. me a pint, all that lot. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, he chases after the aeroplane on the motorbike, jumps off the cliff with the motorbike, yeah. free dives into the aeroplane and pulls the aeroplane up. Bro. Kind of stuff Pierce Brosnan does not You cannot time. fuck with Pierce Brosnan. You just can't do it. He's, song? he's on another level. Do you know what? Um, yeah. Who's your favourite James Bond? Who is my... Both Daniel Craig. Yeah, same. So, like, you can't mess with the realness. You can't mess with the realness. <coughs> Dude, have I uh, put Love Me Now by uh, John Legend on the... Um... You can search it. 
I don't think so. Good. Uh, so that's your throwback song? Yeah, man. Because that's a track. You mean this one? Such a tune, bro. Damn, I'm a good DJ. See that fade with the oh, three-second gap? beautiful, bro. Yeah, this is a tune. I've seen John Legend, John Legend live about three times. He is, uh, I'm going to see him again. So good. Bro, next time you go, take me. Do you know what I missed, Denny? I missed back in the day when we was like single brethrens. Yeah, and we used to go concerts and that, yeah? yeah. Do you remember we, you got me, oh, I interviewed that girl that was in the Step Up movie. Oh, yeah, like blagged it. I was like, yeah, yeah, come, come, let me interview you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, so uh, did you like the movie? <laughs> Like, you haven't done this before, have Do you? Do you like acting? <laughs> You're very pretty. What did, what's she done? She did a shit, bruv. She done one movie. <laughs> I was like, enjoy your five minutes, love. I've got one of the girls. Um, shout out, Rhymes with Ponte. Um, on my Facebook, actually. Just released a book, which I'll get the details of next time. I hope it's on audiobook. I can listen to it, because I can't read for shit, bruv. I read about ten pages of anything, and that's me stuck. Is it audio? No, ebook. ebook. Oh, dude, there's one one quick thing yet. Yeah. I don't know who said it, but some celebrity. Sorry, one sec. I don't want to think I've got to fade it out. Sorry, Fair enough. There's some, some female celebrity. Mm. She told 50 Cent, she said something like, Oh, I had to remind 50 Cent, you're black, you can't vote for Trump. Oh, yeah. I'm like, What, what kind of self entitled white bitch <laughs> turns to 50 <laughs> and says, but 50, you are black. <laughs> um, I might get Good my shit. mate on to chat about that if you want. This mum and dad know? He's, he, he's, uh, he's uh, been bang on all that stuff with regards to the uh, black people voting Republicans and not just, you know, sticking to what you do just because you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get him down, man. Get him down. Do. I will do. And I'm sure he'll be on my side when it comes to these free fucking school meals. <laughs> He actually, wait, he's the funniest, well, I should say the funniest dude, but his politics is, you. certain things to me seem really kind of right wing and then other things are really left wing. He's like so, a bit of a kaleidoscope of yeah, opinions. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, But it all makes sense. He explains it all. It all right, right. Sounds yeah. like interesting, dude. All right. Well, hopefully we'll, we'll be hearing from him soon. Yeah. Uh, and you guys can make sure you keep checking us out. We're on uh, Spotify and iTunes and Instagram and all that jazz. Yes, indeed. And uh, yeah, and if you do by any chance see Persephone or Sebastian <laughs> outside in the street, make sure you offer them a nice bloomer sandwich of the freshest of bread. Yes. Maybe a, a nice little Sauvignon Blanc to go with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. Are we out. <laughs>